Australia Day, everybody, and welcome to Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the podcast from Your Life Choices, the website, the e-newsletter, yourlifechoices.com.au. Janelle, welcome. Lovely to have you as co-host today. Lovely to be here. Thank you, John. A very special day. It is a great day. I'm, look, I'm looking down the paper here. I can't see your name for an award. Oh, Why not? I missed again. I, I, I keep putting it up for you. I, I am the more shy retiring type. Oh. So I'll just continue doing what I do well. Did Dame, Dame Kay Fallick receive uh, an award? <laughs> Dame Kay? Dame yeah, Kay has sure got to be there. Now, we've got uh, we've a fun show coming up and also some serious stuff as well. Who will we be talking to today? Where first up, we're talking to Jonathan Brown, who is the uh, one of the key people at Choice, and everyone loves oh, Choice. Choice magazine. How it's wonderful they are! Where you go to buy before you buy anything, yep. before you consider your and health insurance. And it's so insurance. much broader now than just which washing machine works the best. Oh, oh of course it is. Yes, yeah, yeah. very. Um, Including talking about health insurance. At, it, you can gauge your health insurance whether you. Well, Jonathan will tell us whether we actually need health insurance or not um, and how we get the best deal on health insurance. You're a woman. Yeah. What? Really? Do you get embarrassed going to having checkups? I still do, despite decades of checks. Having to do it, yeah. Yes. You, John? Um, Not so much. Not so much. I know that will come as a huge shock to you. Childbirth sort of, you know, drags it out of you a bit. So to speak. After that. There's nothing left. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, look, we're going to talk to a wonderful doctor, Dr. Kieran Kennedy, about uh, those embarrassing checks, not only for the ladies, but also for we guys who tend to put off Uh, doing those things. Naughty, naughty, naughty. And uh, then we're having a chat to our good buddy Leon from, uh, from the travel department here at Your Life Choices magazine. Uh, about? Well, what we can be doing from a really um, practical point of view in terms of the bushfires, and yeah. it's it's not not going to the areas. Once the fires are out, we know it's safe, get on out, I think, will be, will be Leon's message. Yeah, Leon's going to talk about uh, the uh, the impact of tourism in the fire-ravaged mm. areas and, uh, and a whole lot more, folks. So stick with us. This is Your Life Choices. It's the podcast Mind Your Own Retirement. Janelle's joined us today. Stick around. Welcome back to Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the uh, podcast from Your Life Choices website. Janelle's here, of course, along with me, John Deeks. And uh, choice, I love choice. Great. Who doesn't love choice? We salute choice. We stand up. I mean, they were the very first and uh, from... Way back in the day, they've been going for such a long time and Choice have been uh, consumer advocates in this country and have done a fabulous job. And Jonathan Brown's on the line after that big build-up. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, thanks for having me. You're very, very welcome. Jonathan, I know we're a month into 2020, but your website and you put out a, a, a fabulous list of key things that you should look at to get your year rolling along as well as it possibly can. So I want, we want to pick your brains about that list. It's a couple of them are things that we should all know about, but at the top of your list uh, was demand a better price. Now, does that ref- refer to everything in your uh, household? Now, now can I, just, can I just, just jump in here for a second? Sure. I am the world's uh, worst negotiator. Mm. Um, like buying a car. They say, it's uh, 20000 Okay. They go, oh, <laughs> Uh, right, all right, yeah. then sign here. Uh, Jonathan, help me, people like me, 
I am the same, actually. I have to admit this. I wrote this. I said go and demand a better price. And <laughs> one of the things that I always feel self-conscious about is calling up and I have to prepare myself before I make these phone calls and, and demand my rights or demand a better price. But it, it absolutely is worth doing. And once you kind of get into the role of it, you start getting used to, to playing the game with these companies and and making sure that you don't get ripped off. It actually feels good once you get the first couple out of the way. It's a bit like anything. It's like maybe going out and, and dating again. If you haven't been on the dating scene for a while, maybe it's, you know, giving that a shot. It's, it's a bit the same with companies. Once you get those first couple out of the way, you can actually save yourself quite a lot of money. What are the Jonathan Brown tips for, for negotiating? Well, so one I would say is make sure that you've even just briefly gone online, get on Google and search up a couple of other quotes. So at least when you're in the conversation with the company, maybe you're, it's your insurance company, get a couple of numbers that you can throw around and go, well, this company offers it for only this rate or this company can offer me these extra things. What can you do for me? If you have a couple of those references to give them, that's always going to help you with your existing provider to get a better price. Always worries me that uh, in the fine print, you might say, oh, yeah, but, uh, you know, down there it was like excludes A, B, C, D, E, F and uh, Z. That's right. And one of the things to really help you in this situation is to appeal to authority as well. And even if you maybe haven't done so, say that, you know, oh, well, I've been speaking to my friend who works in insurance and they tell me this um, and that I should be watching out for this. Sometimes maybe coming up with a little bit of an expert character in this phone conversation that you can say that you're consulting with. It can also help you avoid them trying to sign you up on the spot. So I'll often say, oh, you know, I, I better speak to my friend who works in insurance before I sign on the dotted line. So I'll give you a Oh, call but this back. offer is only for today. Oh, that's never true. Never true. <laughs> you know, that it's only for the next hour. No, no, never true. So it's always good to have these little tricks up your sleeve. I, I use the appeal to authority that I've got someone I need to consult with um, that I need to speak to before I sign on the dotted line. I find that's a little trick on the phone that always helps me. Well, that's a great start, Jonathan. Thank you. So one of the big bills particularly, well, for all Australians, but particularly for older Australians, is their health insurance. Now, one of your tips was to health check your health insurance. Yeah. So one of the big problems in health insurance at the moment is that we've had this big change to gold, silver, bronze and basic in the last year. And unfortunately, we've seen a lot of health insurers use that as an opportunity to bump people onto really, really expensive policies. One of our writers actually was going to be overcharged by $1,800 being changed into these new categories. So when she discovered that, she was absolutely shocked. And it was one of those cases where had she just trusted her health insurer, they would have defaulted her onto this new policy and she would have been charged $1,800 more a year. But we're also warning people to consider that if you're on a low income and you don't have any particular health needs that you want covered by private health insurance, you may actually find that you're not getting the benefits that you need. You may actually be happier with the public system. So there are some things that go around saying that there's particular benefits or the government forces you to be in private health insurance. But our quiz at doineedhealthinsurance.com.au strips apart those myths and helps you to figure out whether it's actually true, whether you do have to have private health insurance. 
Many many of our members on uh, Your Life Choices uh, have uh, a lot of money spent on their heating and, and their cooling. Uh, we're just wondering, I believe that Choice have got a few tips that you might be able to pass on, Jonathan. That's right. You can find that the, the bills for your heating and cooling over the year just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of people don't realise that it's often actually the design of your house and a few little things you can do at the hardware store that actually make the most difference to your heating and cooling. So we're saying that people should insulate, seal and shade. And just a couple of things from the hardware store, such as sealing up your windows around the house, can help make your house up to 35% cooler. So that's a 35% difference in temperatures inside your house. By just going to the hardware store and looking at the insulation in your home and the ceiling around windows and doors. And one of my favorite things is that the good old door snake is actually one of the most effective ways of keeping in the cool or keeping in the warmth over winter. Just a simple door snake, putting those around your house can actually make quite a difference. So grandma was right with the door snakes, right? She was right all along. I always thought uh, as a little packer growing up that they were great lightsabers to throw at my brothers and fight with (laughs) each other, but they actually do help around the house. Fantastic. Um, Jonathan, you've got a host of other great tips on the website and particularly in this article. So um, our members should head off to choice.com.au for the full list and lots of other great information. And we'll put that up on uh, the Your Life Choices website, of course, as well. Jonathan, um, you're a star. We want to speak to you again. Absolutely. Would love to. Have a great 2020, my friend. Hello there. I'd like to talk to you about Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Now, Pension Checker is an easy-to-use financial tool that allows you to calculate exactly how much you should be receiving in fortnightly pensions and supplements. And it's very well-priced at just $29.95 per year. To learn more, go to pensionchecker.com.au and make today the day you take control of your income with your life choices, Pension Checker. Welcome back. We're talking health now. Who do we have on the line, Janelle? We have Dr. Kieran Kennedy. Hello, Doctor. Hello, guys. Thanks so much for having me today. It's lovely to talk to you. What are we going to talk to to, uh, to Kieran about, Janelle? Kieran has written a great article for us um, on embarrassing body checks. Oh. And those, those... Those checks that we perhaps put off because we don't really want to get on a table and and expose our bodies. But he has some really valuable information about how to go... For men and women. For men and women, how to go and minimise the embarrassment and and why you should go. Don't put it off. And I guess it's up to, uh, like, some people are embarrassed, some people, like me, are not, uh, (laughs) perhaps a little too not embarrassed. Well, (laughs) perhaps as we get older we become less embarrassed, but there are still those types out there. So... Kieran, help us through. Yeah, no, that's a perfect intro. Thanks, guys. And um, I guess this is an area that I'm pretty passionate about because obviously whether it's physical health or mental health, there are you know some some things that we need to see a doctor for or make an appointment for that, that I think cause people a lot of stress and anxiety and worry. And and it's very normal to, to, for most people, um, not, not yourself by the sounds, John, but um, to be a little bit embarrassed or worried about you know, going for an intimate exam like a, a prostate check or a 
you know, a, a smear test, um, or even discussing worries about your mental health as well, like depression and anxiety. Mm. You know, these can all be topics that are, are really sort of quite confronting for people, feel very personal, obviously, and can cause a lot of stress and embarrassment. What tips do you have, Kieran? So I think my main tips would be to first and foremost realise that this is very normal to feel embarrassed and that your GP or the doctor that you're seeing is going to be well aware of that. You know, um, And I think doctors uh, are trained to obviously learn to, to deal with these kind of examinations sensitively and, and that they know people are going to be anxious or worried. Um, so I think first and foremost, the tip is to just be honest. Um, it's, it's really important to let your GP or, or the doctor you're seeing know that you might be feeling a bit anxious or embarrassed about it because then they're going to be able to take the steps and maybe take things a bit slower um, to make sure that you're, you're comfortable and, and that sort of the things you're worried about are, are discussed and, and um, put in place. Some of the most brilliant doctors we know might not necessarily have the best bedside manner. So perhaps if you weren't comfortable with a doctor, uh, you should maybe look around and find somebody who you feel is more simpatico with your needs. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I think particularly for intimate exams like, um, you know, breast exams, uh, prostate checks for men, um, you know, if you're feeling like a, a doctor of a particular gender um, might be make you more comfortable or you're feeling like a, a different doctor you've seen you know you might feel a bit more relaxed with that doctor again part of being honest and open about feeling a bit anxious and embarrassed would be you know just um, letting them know that you'd prefer to see that doctor or nurse um, taking a family member with you uh, having a chaperone present is, is really important as well and that can just help make everyone sort of feel a little bit more relaxed with what's happening and look, I, I guess also, I work a lot in the prostate cancer uh, fundraising mm -hmm. area, Kieran, and mm -hmm. I, I mean, the, the the ladies, the females have uh, always had uh, had to do so many tests uh, for so mm. many years, but uh, mm -hmm. we guys are, can be quite often reticent about um, laying down and uh, having uh, having a prostate can Now, and for a start, the prostate mm. check can start with uh, a simple blood test. It doesn't necessarily it mean can. a finger up the bum, does it? Yeah, yeah, there's, um, you know, a little bit of, I guess, you know, um, variable agreement uh, about how accurate those blood tests might be. Um, so it, it's, it's one of the, it's one of those signs. I get one of the, one of the yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So there are other options. Um, and discussing what symptoms to look out for or other test options um, is 100% the right way to go if you are particularly worried about the prostate check. So, no, that's a, that's a really good point. Kieran, one of your other suggestions was to make sure you understand what the doctor is saying to you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You mentioned the word uh, doc speak. So is yeah. it just a matter yeah. of being uh, firm and saying, I don't understand? Yeah, and I mean, I think understandably, again, this can be something that, that's not overly easy for any of us um, in that situation. You know, I think even as a doctor myself, if I go to see another doctor and it's an area that I'm not familiar with, if they're throwing out some of that doc speak or, or you know, throwing medical terminology around, you can feel a little reticent or anxious about sort of pulling the doctor up to say, sorry, can you say that again? Or I didn't quite understand what that means. But it's really important to... Um, and I think part of part of the parcel with that that can be helpful as well is to, if it's a difficult subject or an intimate exam, talking to the staff about booking maybe a double appointment or an extra appointment so that there's a bit more time can help there. 
because it means you and the, the doctor are feeling a little bit less pressured and you can slow down and sort of explain things properly. And Karen, I guess we've spoken a lot about the physical side, but of course uh, your your article certainly talks about the mental health mm. aspects as well. If you're feeling sad, if it's uh, something that you feel you'd like to talk about, then that is just as important as uh, having any other checkup, isn't it? 100%. Um, and that, that's an area of medicine that I'm particularly passionate about and you know people I think we often underestimate how much embarrassment anxiety and things people have around going to the GP or going to a doctor about those those things that aren't you know a prostate check or a breast exam Um, you know we can feel just as nervous and embarrassed to go and see someone about the fact that we might be depressed or we've been struggling with anxiety for a while, but it's so vital to go you and, and see someone. You are not alone. You are not alone. Hundred percent. Yeah, and people can feel very alone. Um, there's still a bit of stigma around mental health, so that can actually make people put off going to see a doctor about mental health, but also check like your waterworks and your prostate or breast examinations. Um, and as we touched on in the article too, the, I guess the longer you're sort of delaying those things mm. and, and um, putting off seeking help, um, the, the worse they might unfortunately get in the future. So it's, it's really important to sort of bite the bullet and, and, and open up and go ask someone for help. Wonderful information, Kieran. Um, that information plus lots and lots more are available on your website. Uh, that's... Mm-hmm. Dr. Kieran Kennedy, spelt D-R-K-I-E-R-A-N, Kennedy.com. That's one so word, That Dr. is Kennedy. all one word, DrKieranKennedy.com. Yeah. Fabulous website, lots of great information. We'll, we'll pop that up on our we Your will. Life Choices website as well yeah, for, uh, for the information. Thank you so much, guys. Dr. Kieran Kennedy. And uh, we're going to get our checks, aren't we? We are. Going to hold my hand through it as regularly. well? <laughs> Good on you. I might need to as well. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thank Kieran. You Thank you. Janelle's here with uh, with me, John Deeks, um, for Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the podcast from Your Life Choices. Uh, Karen was fantastic and Jonathan Brown, of course. And we're joined by Leon, who is the travel editor, the travel guru for for Your Life Choices. And a uh, bit of a sad one today, Leon. We've, we've travelled around the world with you, sir, but um, you, you bring us some very sobering news today. Yeah, I think... Um no better time to sort of touch on travelling during and and in and post bushfire. Uh, we've had a pretty devastating couple of months in Australia with bushfires ravaging much of Victoria, New South Wales, and and Queensland, uh, and South, South Australia. Australia um, I mean, even Western Australia's got a few going on. Um, it's just. Wow, what it's done to the to the country and the people, but you know, it's well. Let's, let's look at the, the the tourism aspect because so many of those people have been so reliant on the Christmas New Year visitors that has dissipated in so it's many big, of those areas for for you know whether it be people are now frightened to go back or whatever. Uh, fill us in. Peak season. I mean, a lot of these smaller regional areas rely on the two or three months of summer to see them through the year. A lot of these small businesses and and unfortunately, you know, even the ones who are, that are still standing are, are really suffering from the effects of the fires. And, you know, it's just, it's it's tragic. But Australians, we're, we're, we're used to, to the fires. We're used to this sort of, so these periods where we can face these natural disasters, the floods, the fires, um, cyclones in some parts of the country. But tourism is worth hundreds of billions of dollars to the Australian economy. 
in a time when retail and building and, and, and things are down, tourism stays solid and it stays strong. And a lot of what's happened, while we live here and we know what's happening, you think of all the international tourists who are sort of only seeing the very worst yes, of what's true. going on and they think, oh, it's the like, whole country's on fire, we can't go there. It's like they think uh, the entire um, Great Barrier Reef is now totally, you know, wiped out true. because of uh, the, the, the whitening, etc. Mm. and uh, that's just not, not, yeah. not so. So what can we do, Leon, well, as, travel- as travellers who may be about to head off somewhere? Do we still head off? Yeah, look, I've been speaking to all of the regional tourism boards and um, and the message is the same. Look, right now it's still so uncertain. Um, there are areas that aren't touched by the fires but are still close to the fires, but they're still you could still go there. But keep an eye on the emergency services sites. Okay, that's the place to Ke- go. Exactly. Yeah. Keep an eye on the advisories. Call the call the councils, call the the um, the tourism boards. There are so many websites. You've got the RFS, you've got the um, CFA, you've got, you know, the Vic Emergency is a great one for Victoria. Um, be keep safe. An eye, keep an check, eye on, yeah. But do go support them. Do support but, them. But be, be safe. Be aware moving. of all the, the, the advice from all the officials. Yep. But those people do need our support financially to, to bring them back. Absolutely. And the message is the same from all of the tourism boards is while right now might not be the best time to go, Book a trip for six months down the track. Book a trip for later in the year. True, Get true. down there. Full wallets, empty eskies. You've probably heard the the buzz the um, buzzwords at the moment, the, the, the hashtag. I think it's empty eskies. Yeah. Um, go there with an empty fuel tank and no, no food. Go there and buy their pies. Get your cup of coffee. Fill your, fill your car up in the, the regional fuel stops. Because they're mum and pop operations, mate, aren't they? They really are. They really are. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, they rely on that peak season to see them through the year. I've lived in regional areas where um, businesses will, will will operate flat chat for that three months or that mm. four months of summer mm. and then they'll close because no one comes for three months in, in the winter. Um, you know, a lot of these businesses, they're going to struggle for the rest of the year. So get down there in those yeah. – maybe in those off-peak times and, and give your support then. Yeah. So keep heading out. Be sure, yeah, be sure be that safe. where you're going check the, is safe. Check the web, websites, out. but uh, do go support them. Absolutely. Leon, um, this hasn't been um, the, the happiest uh, little segment we've done because uh, we've been to some wonderful places, but it's certainly very relevant, isn't it? Mm, yeah, absolutely. indeed. And like I said, there's still a lot of places who are, who are untouched. Tourism is still going to pay the bills for the, re- for the repair and the rehabilitation. Um, get out to the places that aren't touched by fires. Yeah. Keep travelling because that money is still going to be filtered in to help these sort of damaged and devastated communities. Quite right. Thank you so much, Leon, and uh, we'll see you for uh, uh, hopefully a, a nice trip next time, whether it be within Australia or overseas. So, uh, I'll be doing my part. Good on you, mate. I know you are. And everybody, please do the same as well. Um, this has been fun, Janelle. We've had an examination. We've done a little bit of uh, talk about uh, money with our friend from Choice. He was great, Jonathan. Jonathan Brown he? is an awesome source of great information. And Dr. Kieran about uh, getting your uh, getting your embarrassing checks yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Should we ask, Leon, Even though you were have you had your embarrassing checks done? Uh, yeah, I have. Good on you. <laughs> I have. You sound surprised. I did. He was surprised when he had it. 
<laughs> it's funny, isn't it? There are certain things that you keep putting off and you're putting off. Nah, and then you, you go and you it. go, geez, I should have done that years ago. Yeah, exactly. I could have, you know, exactly. lived a lot less. We look after our cars out. better than we look after. I'm talking about men now, oh, specifically. Yes. We look yeah. after our cars better than we look after our bodies. As long as you wash your body more than you wash your car. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. But, you know, my body's a temple, as we know. Um, we're just about through our show, but have you got a nugget? I do have a nugget. Uh, being Australia Day, yep. I've had a look at um, the video that's put out by the National Australia Day Council. Yes. Now, obviously, Australia Day can be quite divisive over the past few years, hasn't it? Did Kay Fowler get an award? Did she get an award? Did she? Did she? Did she get? We'd have to read the fine print. Oh, I'm Dame, sure Dame, she, she should okay. have. No, oh, I don't, yeah, anyway. I was so impressed by the video of by the. Uh, just the inclusiveness. We've we've reached out. Australia Day has been broadened to include everyone. So I'm hope oh, that it's George. a real. I'm hope it's a really healing advertisement for Australia Day. Indigenous multiculturalism, acceptance, acceptance that there was a lot of pain back in the day. What's your view on Australia Day? Are you happy oh, for it's, it to it's be wonderful? And you know, in Australia, and Leon, you know how when you go to the states, everyone's got a flag up. There's Why a, is that, mate? You've travelled so many. Is it specifically Australia? No, no. Or I is think it just that the Americans are so f- the other way? It's the the difference between being nationalist and uh, patriotic. I think, and I think uh, Australians we are patriotic. Yeah, but we're probably not as inclined to be nationalist. Yeah, that's that's okay. fair yeah. too. Fair too. Yeah, I mean we love our country so much, and the more we can include others, and we've spoken in a couple of other podcasts with Kay about um, ageism mm. and uh, how important it is to make everyone feel inclusive. Um, so, yeah, that's great. Very fine thought. Well, happy Australia Day to you. Thank you, John. Leon, you, happy Leon. Australia Day to you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for those great words about visiting the fire-ravaged areas. Check, be safe, but do go, do support them. And I'll also put some things on the site as well oh, where to tell you where you can still go and the places that do need some support right now and could really um, use the support. So, yeah, we'll have some things on the website as well, yourlifechoices.com.au. So thank you so much indeed. Thank you, Leon. Thank you also to Jonathan Brown, Dr. Kieran Kennedy, and thank you most importantly to you for listening to this podcast, Mind Your Own Retirement, from Your Life Choices. Go to the website, go and check out the e-newsletters. It's yourlifechoices.com.au and we'll see you next time for our next podcast Mind Your Own Retirement.